And what they also released are the sponsored products budget reports. This is an awesome way to dive into your data, download this report and get an understanding of what sponsored products campaign have run into budget limits and of uh, how many impressions, clicks and sales you have lost due to this budget limit. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. Um, today I'm joined by Florian and we're going to talk through a bunch of really cool stuff like bid optimization. We've got some new features that have just been rolled out in budgeting and Florian loves to dig deep and really he's got some great tech behind him too. So Florian, maybe for people who aren't who don't know you, give us a quick introduction about you and your company and what you guys do. Yeah, thank you very much, Joe, and for the invitation. My name is Florian, Florian Nothoff, located in Germany, and we founded a, a tech company seven years ago, and we pivoted to, from Google Ads to Amazon Advertising four years ago. And uh, what we do is, yeah, we do have and developed a tech for automation and optimization of Amazon advertising with a strong focus of bid optimization. This is our core, our USP. And from that, we offer more and more services and automations. That's awesome. Yeah. And Florian and I have had a lot of fun chatting and video chatting online, just about <laughs> really digging deep into some of these topics. Uh, knew that he would be an awesome expert to bring onto the show where we can dig a little bit deeper in some of these topics. And so, you know, the, the first one that I think would be really fun to dig into is just bid optimization, which is what you guys specialize in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, first off, like maybe walk us through uh, like key goals. How do you structure a campaign and get those key goals right? And then how do bids tie into that? And then how do you yes. truly optimize it? Because if you don't have the right goals from the start, even if you have optimized bids at that point, you're not going to mm -hmm. achieve what you want to. So yeah, yeah. maybe walk us through those initial stages and then we can mm -hmm. kind of transition into like the bid optimization itself. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the very first important step already, and this is get the right goals. <laughs> if you don't have a goal and that you can measure and that you can follow on, you don't know how to set your bids. We don't know. So actually we have just one thing that you need to enter and this is the goal that you want to achieve. And actually giving that... Uh, it's pretty straightforward to, to, to come up with the right bids, but it depends on if you're launching a product, if you want to maximize your profitability and so on and so on. If you have the goal set, then you can start with a bid optimization because you know, the equation is ready to be solved sure. <laughs> in the end. And yeah, but the main strategy is most of the time that you want to get most of the revenue out of your advertising campaigns for a certain amount of ACoS, right? So you have a 10% ACoS and normally what you do is um, if you're not into that, into bit optimization, like I am, <laughs> then what you do is you look at your uh, targets, your, your, or maybe even your campaign and say, okay, uh, this campaign hasn't hit its uh, performance goals in the last 30 days. So I decrease the bids by 10%. And this is okay. It feels okay, but it's actually not good enough, right? This is would be good enough two, three years ago. We know, and you probably every seller knows that in the detail, there is much optimization there, potential there. So of course you have different targets in your campaigns and there are some targets that contribute contribute to your ACoS target pretty much, pretty nicely. You want to increase those bids 
to get more of the revenue or you want to decrease the bids if you are um, overpacing and pay too much. The Sounds problem good. is that you actually don't know all the time what's the ACOS, the long-term ACOS of this um, uh, keyword or this target if you are, if you just have uh, a few, few, few clicks in the last 30 days. So you don't know, okay, maybe I have a conversion already or I don't have one and you don't know if you should decrease, increase or whatever do with this bits that you have set there. This is difficult because if you sum this up across all your campaigns, all your ad groups, this adds up to a lot of money that you spend because, uh, and you waste because you don't set the right bits. Maybe you left, leave some sales on the street because you bid too low, because you could have increased your bids, but in the end you see, ah, oh, okay. The ACOS was fine. I should have increased it earlier. Or in the end, you see, okay, I overpaced and I spent 15% ACOS instead of 10%. And what you want to do is to be able to set the bids as early as possible to the right amount, right? Mm -hmm. To the right bid as early as possible. And this is a very difficult and this cannot be approached with a rule-based approach. Because if you look at the performance of a five-click keyword, with no conversion, what do you do? What's the ACOS? <laughs> you, can, you can put your, your costs that already uh, summed up uh, in, the, in the campaign, but this won't get, yeah, you always have to, yeah, sum up and catch up some costs to get the, to have a decision in the end, if you use a rule-based or manual bidding approach. And this is actually fine if you have one product and five keywords, you can, <laughs> you have a good understanding of it, but if you have thousands of products and hundreds of thousands of um, keywords, actually, this is a problem sure. and this adds up and can be very um, costly. Yeah. And so what Florian's talking about too, is as we look at overall campaigns, there's going to be some keywords that drive a lot of traffic and a lot of clicks. And those ones are pretty easy to optimize because we're getting the conversion data and we have enough statistical information to be able to make the right decision on what our ideal bid is to hit our target ACoS. Where it gets tricky is when we have these longer tail keywords that say over the last 30 days only get five clicks. Say it gets five clicks and you have an average of a 10% conversion rate. So you tend to convert one out of 10 clicks. Well, with those five clicks over the last 30 days, you don't really have enough data to be able to make a solid move just focusing yes. on that single keyword. You really need, I mean, ideally, like very bare minimum, you have 10 clicks, but statistically you want a lot more than that because you may have just gotten unlucky with those 10 clicks that you have. Um, and so this is one fundamental question and issue that we continually find with bid optimization is when you have all these longer tail keywords that aren't getting as many clicks. If you just look at that individual target, what do you do or how do you approach that? So, and we'll circle back a little bit more on goals after this, but I love to continue this conversation. So like Florian, how, how do you approach that? So mm -hmm. I have a keyword that has five clicks, but I have an average of a 10% conversion rate. And so what, what do you do? Uh, actually, so if you have an ACOS target, let's say of 10%, you uh, need two things um, to solve this equation. One is, uh, you already mentioned this, this is the expected conversion rate. And if you know that your keyword uh, for this product will end up in a long-term conversion rate of 10%, you have solved this problem, right? Okay, good to go. We can take this. 
Uh, and the second thing is you need to <clears throat> estimate the average order value of this keyword. So would it be $10, $100? You need to estimate this as well. And putting this two um, things behind, conversion rate, uh, together, conversion rate and basket value, you have the expected revenue per click. And actually, this is the thing that we want to approach and uh, that we want to solve. And that sounds pretty easy, but the conversion rate is very complex. You can, <laughs> there are a lot of statistical models to predict this very accurately. It's pretty difficult if you have less data, but let's say, okay, we have 10% there and we have an average um, order value of $100. Um, then you have an average revenue per click of $10. Um, $10. So you know what you can expect to have in return. And if you multiply this with your ACOS target, then you are good to go. Then is, this is the expected or your desired CPC. And if you have a 10% ACOS target and we multiply this with your $10 revenue per click, you can come up with a $1 revenue um, CPC that is desired for this keyword uh, and this product combination. And yeah, so this is difficult to solve. It sounds pretty easy, but uh, it can be very complex, especially if you have uh, very little data. And this is not everything that you should solve because as you know, Google, Amazon, they all follow a second price auction. You always pay less than you bid. So if you bid now this $1, you probably will end up with 80 cents if you have no modifications on and so on. And this means uh, if you pay then 80 cents in the end, you can say, okay, I'm fine because I run up with an ACOS of 8% in the end or 7% and you could be happy, but actually you shouldn't be because you want to get more traffic to get your 10% ACOS. So this is why you should, um, yeah, somehow capture the, the gap between your bid and your CPC and apply this as well. So in the end, you should bid maybe this one dollar um, that we already solved plus 20%, let's say $1.20. And so that in the end, you come up with $1 CPC. And yeah, actually in the end, this, what you need to solve are these three things, conversion rate, basket value, and the gap, CPC gap, whatever. And then you're good to go. Sure, sure. Yeah, so th there's a lot of math there for people who are following <laughs> along. Just to kind of take it back to like a, a good case study too. Mm -hmm. So for instance, like one client that we had, they sold luxury watches. Mm -hmm. And so the conversion rate was really low. Um, because people like to browse around quite a bit and they were high end, you know, price was very high with that account. We had an average conversion rate of 0.5% to 1%, wow. Wow. you know, compare that to like a 10 to 15% like average conversion rate for our average seller. And it made it extremely difficult to make solid bid decisions with that account mm. because, you know, on average, they may need 200 clicks to convert into a single, single sale. And so you don't want to follow typical rule-based discussions for that. You know, say I set a min threshold to set as negative of 50 clicks without a sale. Like a lot of sellers mm -hmm. would look at that and they'd be like, man, okay, I've, I've wasted a ton of cash on this. But on average, we needed 100 to 200 clicks just to get to a sale. But right. when we get to that sale, it'd be very profitable, which made their advertising profitable. Um, and so these are those tricky decisions where you can't just use a blanket approach and you really have to take expected conversion rate into account, kind of like what Florian was saying. 
He's trying to calculate out long-term expected conversion rate for each of these targets. And then that combined with AOV, it's going to give you your return that, or your expected return that you're going to get and help to set those bids to achieve that return. There's a lot of depth that you need to go into for some of these decisions to make the right decisions. And a lot of it gets really complex, especially mm -hmm. when we're trying to forecast the future with limited information. Yes. And, and we started with pretty straightforward, okay, let's open up the advertising console and have a look at our campaign. Oh, and it's performing not as good as we expected. Let's decrease the bids. But actually, there's a lot of, yeah, to, op to be optimized there in the, in the background or in the detail, right? Sure, sure. So what's your perspective, Florian? So we could look through and we could try to fully automate everything. And... Mm -hmm increase get expected conversion rates for every single target and have it optimized based off of that as we look through say different say i have a search term that converted once but i look at it and you know it doesn't seem to be very relevant i personally we lean towards like the combination of automation and then manual review too. Mm -hmm. uh, so w what's your approach on that? Do you feel like we can automate everything? Like w what would you suggest for sellers <clears throat> who are using your software too? Yes. I understand that you say, okay, what is, this is very, very irrelevant, this keyword or this search term. Let's not focus on this and, but the data doesn't lie. If it does, so actually it's a good argument to maybe increase, start increasing bits because, okay, maybe there is something, let's test this out. And if it's false, yes. Um, then we have spent too much, but it's a hypothesis. And everything that you do as an account manager or our software is doing is testing hypothesis. And of course, they are wrong sometimes. But what we want to do is to minimize the wrong ones, also go to the ones that maybe are sweet, more additional um, revenue. And everything we do is data oriented so except for the goal right so our customers need to set the goal and actually this is um, the thing where we need our customers decision and their yeah, calculations because in the end they have different uh, calculations and targets and overall goals how much profit do they want to uh, achieve with one um, dollar revenue for example and um so in the end, may, and we, this is something that we can't, currently can't um, do, is find the sweet spot ACOS that maximize the overall profit. Put all everything together and to find this ACOS target uh, actually would be the holy gray if you get this. We try to, but actually it's, it's for us currently, it's a little bit too complex and there are too many decisions to, to be made. And so in the end, our customers need to set a 15, 20, 10% ACOS target and find the right sweet spot for them. Yeah, so this is actually where our customers interact with our software. And in the end, given these targets, we, yeah, we not, we promise, but we try as much as we can. And, and the data is telling us to get, to, to hit this ACOS targets and get the most um, revenue possible out of this targets. Sure. End. Sure. Yeah. And this is where like we, we take a couple different approaches. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, from our perspective, we will, we're, we're definitely very data driven and tech driven too, but we also lean on our intuition just because we mm -hmm. have personal account managers. So yes. we will go through and we'll screen through the different keywords and make sure mm -hmm. that whichever ones are making their way in there, if they don't mm -hmm. seem to be performing as well, it may be kind of on the borderline. We will use our intuition in some cases yes. and pause or negate some of these keywords as we go. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that makes makes total total sense. And for the for example, um, there are some keywords that you know are performing better than others because they are brand related and all this stuff. So you have sure. a higher conversion rate. You know this, and maybe our software hasn't seen this yet, this data, or you know there's a sale tomorrow. There's a better conversion rate, and our tool hasn't seen this yet in the data. So of course we need someone who is managing this. Um, the software and and we only currently we only can manage what we what we see and sure. and some sometimes you know something is yeah running off or something before even data is there right so sure sure so what do you do um say i'm selling in the supplements category so supplements mm-hmm. are tend to be very competitive they have yes. high margins which drives up my average a cost which which drives up bids which drives up my average a cost mm-hmm. And so somebody comes into, they start using your software and I have an average ACOS of 60%. Mm-hmm. And then I input that I want my ACOS to be 10%. Yes. On you know, question. To, to achieve that, <laughs> yes. it, walk me through what happens or how you can kind of steer them yes. away from that. Like what, what uh, are the ramifications? Yeah. That's an awesome question. I'm so happy that you asked this. And so it would be what we normally suggest if we start with a new customer. So first of all, we, we look at the campaigns and say, okay, are they any good? Is the campaign campaign structure any good? Can we go with it? If we say yes, okay, ready, set, go, we can go with it. And then we it's it's about optimization of, of the current campaigns. And now you say, okay, you have 60% in the historically and you want to go to 10%. What would happen if we if we could immediately from one day to another achieve this? And I think we can even be on point to some extent. So maybe 12% in the first day after you switch this on. But what will happen is, of course, we will lose a lot of traffic. All right. So it's easy. Everybody can reduce the A cost. But the question is, how much of the traffic can you keep alive? And what we, and I don't, I haven't seen this yet in another tool actually, but what we, what we have done is we have a feature that goes from the um, current ACOS to your desired ACOS step by step because we know that you will lose some traffic. And if we realize, so this is an optional feature, you can go from one day to another to 10% because as, as I said, we just solved the equation and set the bits. But if you want to go from 60 to 10% and you know, okay, maybe I lose traffic and I don't want to lose traffic, you can you go step by step meaning we look at the traffic volume that we lose and if it's too much that it's um, unreliable to go any further down with the bit so that in the end there's no traffic anymore we will stop maybe at 20 percent or 25 percent so this is awesome this is the lowest we can go of course we um, then are not able to hit the 10 percent target but this is the lowest we can go from our suggestion and i think this is uh, the right way you can do it the ad hoc way so immediately decrease of the bids but then you have the um, risk of losing all your traffic or you go step by step and i think this is what you should do manually right so if you have poor performance and uh, you want to reduce your a cost you can go immediately to 10 percent a cost or you do it step by step and then look okay what's the expected long-term performance now is it 40 percent 30 percent and so on Sure, sure. And, and what happens in the background if we're trying mm-hmm. to decrease from 60% yes. to 10% is that you end up focusing on your highest converting keywords 
or product yeah. targets and yeah. you end up crushing bids down <laughs> to, mm -hmm. to get to that. You mm -hmm. have to get your, your cost per click down to a point where it makes sense with the conversion rate that you have for that keyword to achieve that say 10% ACoS target. Mm -hmm. So I, I've heard this multiple times where people use automated software and they come out of it and they say, well, it just killed my sales. Oh, come, and, come to us and give it a try. <laughs> yeah, and and the, the reason is that you probably input a cost target that was much lower than what you were currently running. And while there is some optimization that needs to happen at the same time, you just had to cut back bids quite a bit mm -hmm. to try to achieve that. And mm -hmm. so I, I think that's one key piece that I see people missing when they're getting into some software is mm -hmm making sure that they're setting the right goals, not just focusing on a, a single metric like a cost. It has to be an overall review. So you can take your overall advertising profitability that you're getting, trying to maximize that. Like mm -hmm. that is a great goal. And there are some other outside impacts too, that you have to take into account. We know that when you're running advertising, there can be organic ranking impacts too. That's not necessarily reflected in the advertised yes. products or advertising profits itself. So these are all the pieces that you know, on the front end, setting the goals is so critical. Look, look, yeah, looks sweet. Okay, let's go to 10%. Awesome. Sounds yeah. great. Yep, yep. But just get ready for sales to plummet too, because that, that's the way that, it, I mean, it has to be done. There's no magic. It, yes. Nobody has the magic yeah. formula to do this. Absolutely. We're within the constraints of the system itself. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So shifting gears a little bit, Florian, we've had some new releases coming out from Amazon advertising. So mm -hmm. like always, they're keeping us on our toes with new releases, which is awesome because it gives mm -hmm. us a lot more control and a lot of these things are pretty exciting. So maybe walk us through a couple of new releases that you've seen that, that have excited you. I think the newest thing is the targeting tab where you now have all your targets across all campaigns, all your ad groups available in just one list. And you don't need to download a bulk sheet, edit this and re-upload, right? You can work, work in this targeting tab. So this is awesome. And I think offers a lot of flexibility for, for the sellers, right? To, to dig into the data, see, analyze the keywords. Actually, what we don't see now is the search term data already we don't have this yet across all campaigns and keywords and targets and all stuff but probably in the next month maybe we will see this and this will be a game changer as well but amazon has released a lot of features regarding sponsored budgets i think there were four major releases so one i think you covered as well was that they allow now to spend up to 25 percent of your daily uh, budget so they could spend more than 25% than your budget limit uh, per day. But in the months, they guarantee, okay, we will, will be in line with your budget restrictions. But I think they switched back to 10%, by the way. So I looked up. Oh, did they change that back <laughs> yeah, again? Yeah, really? yeah. And, and the, uh, yeah, I, I looked it up again. So uh, I saw a 25% screenshot. Yeah. Well, I made one because I prepared for, for my German podcast as well. <laughs> and, and then I looked it up again and what? It's 10% again, what's happening. So. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And so just to give a little bit more color to that one. So there's days where you may not hit your overall daily budget. And so what Amazon's allowing you to do is spend over that daily budget to make up for it. It's definitely in Amazon advertising yes. best interest because yes. now you're going to spend your total... You're going to average that daily budget over the yes. month. And so it was 10%. They recently increased it to 25%. Now it may be back at 10%. Probably a key takeaway is to just know that you can spend over your daily yes. budget yes. on a single day. 
Yes, yes, oh, exactly. And what they also released are the sponsor products um, budget reports, which offer you, I think they were released before the budget tab. And this is an awesome way to dive into your data, uh, download this report and get an understanding of what sponsor products campaign have run into budget limits and of how many um, impressions, clicks and sales you have lost due to this budget limit. And this is awesome to analyze and but that you see okay wow i i only i missed so many conversions in this period and that's not good right uh, to have budget constraints if you're profitable and this would be a good way to go to your boss and say okay i need more money because look at this what we miss right this is one thing and they build something nice on top of that and this is the budget tab so if you open up your advertising console there's not only the campaign manager but also now a budget tab and there you see the I think only still sponsored products data, um, budget data, and you see which campaign is has been running into in their budget li limit uh, or in the budget restraints, or and which had run out of budget, and how long and how many um, clicks, impressions, and sales you have lost due to this budget limits. And this is awesome. This is a very nice visualization of this, and. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> I internally say it has the highest return on investment for Amazon advertising for sure. <laughs> ever, <laughs> this, this thing, yep. because it, it opens up your eyes how much you actually leave on the, uh, on the street, right? Yeah, it makes it really easy to increase your budgets too. So yes. on the side, you can just click apply all to increase yes. your budgets to their recommended levels. Again, just make sure that you're looking at your performance, like they, it, they inherently are trying to get more advertising spend. It provides a lot of awesome information too, just like Florian was saying. If you are, if you do have really solid performing campaigns and you're running out of budget throughout the day, that's not where you want to be as a business too. So a lot of awesome information, impressions missed, and then they give you the recommended budget to make sure you're not missing those impressions and really easy to apply those changes overall too. Absolutely. And they made it even easier for us to change our budgets in in the future because they uh, released the <laughs> budget rules thing the fourth um, update so you can now set currently i think only campaign specific you can set up rules that for a specific period of time you can increase your budget for a certain uh, campaign so let's say we're running into cyber monday and for this day only you want to increase your budget for uh, 100% or by 100%. Yeah, in this time, uh, you will have then up to or 200, 100% uh, more budget uh, available in your campaign. And at the end of the day, it gets reduced to the basic to the basis before. So this is awesome because it offers you more automation, flexibility, and your budget management. And still, for Amazon, it's just awesome for people to spend more money on Amazon advertising. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So th this was another great one, like coming yes. up to prime day, you know, we want to increase our budgets overall for, with this new tool, you can just pick say like prime day or there was Halloween or yes. like, you know, like black Friday, Thanksgiving timeframe yeah. and everything too. So you can just pick a time frame. It'll increase your budgets up over that time frame and then drop them back down, yes. which was a huge pain. You know, what's awesome is like for, for each of these, different items like trying to develop like figure out what what 
budget you weren't using or when you ran out like we had to develop a tool internally for that or <laughs> yes. to uh, for, to boost up all of our clients campaigns daily budgets if they wanted to we had to develop a tool for that yes. or the targeting page like we have pretty much a targeting page in our admin dashboard right now where we can look at that so it, it's awesome seeing these be rolled out so everybody has access to it because we built it just to make our lives easier. Yes. You know, th there's a lot of valuable information here. And one other note is that some people may not be seeing these pages yet, but yes. they're, they're currently yeah. in beta being mm -hmm. rolled out. So if you don't see it right now, just keep looking for it for both the budget and the targeting pages. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Maybe last thing, what, because um, I like talking about budgets because it's, such an important thing if you want to yeah run your uh, your campaigns efficiently if you run into a budget limit actually it's the yeah, the worst thing that can happen to your campaign let's let's have an example here if you have a campaign that runs um, into budget limit 6 p.m and you have your bits set up to one uh, dollar And, and you are not able to increase this budget. This is the easiest thing, right? Just increase your budget. But if you're not able and you run into your budget limit every day at 6 p.m., maybe 5 p.m., another day at 7 p.m., but what you miss are the, is the last third of the, of the day and you are not participating in these auctions. And what happens in the um, first two thirds of the day, you're just spending too much. You were spending too much in, in this campaign, uh, in this auctions. And what you should do is reduce your bids. If you are not able to participate or increase your budget, you should decrease your bids to span your budget throughout the day. So in total, yes, in the first two thirds of the day, you will lose some auctions compared to, to previous bids but you will gain a lot more traffic and clicks in this in the in the third part of the day and in total you this is the easiest way to increase the performance of your campaigns actually to do that right? yeah so. it's a great point so if you're running out of budget throughout the day and you can't increase your budget there's no reason to pay more cost per click early yes. in the day just to run out of budget later in the day. So you might as yes. well decrease your cost per click or your bid, which inherently decreases your cost per click earlier in the day. And then you may not win as many impressions earlier in the day, but you're going to extend that budget out. You're not going to pay as much yes. per click and you should get a better return on your advertising because of it, while also making sure that you're not missing out on time periods throughout the day. Yes, perfect. Yeah. So Florian, this, this has been awesome to go through and we could talk for quite a bit longer, <laughs> yes, uh, but for, for people who are trying to find out more about you and your company, like where, where should they go? They want to check out the software. Yes. If they, if they want to approach us, they can go to our website adference.com. And if they want to check out our tool, they can request a demo and they will see it. Then we will explain it to them. And if they want to reach out personally, they can contact me on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, and definitely follow Florian too on LinkedIn. He's got a ton of awesome content, putting out a lot of great info on new features and really digging deep into a lot of these items. So if what he was talking about really resonates with you, like Florian is a guy to definitely follow. So <laughs> thanks, Flor Florian, it's been awesome to have you on the show. I appreciate you taking the time and really digging deep into some of these topics. So thanks yeah. again for joining. Thanks, Joe.